Welcome to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Welcome back, everyone, to the Produce Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kelly. As always, I am honored to be here coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. Today is Monday, February 15th, 2021. Happy President's Day, everyone. Speaking of happy, how was your Valentine's Day? Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. That was yesterday. But guess what? Today is a different day. So all the love needs to be spread throughout the entire year now for fruits and vegetables. Speaking of fruits and vegetables, we are going to have our fancy sponsor, Terra Exports, on the line today. Now, we have someone all the way from Ukraine. That's right, Ludmila Shum, who is the sales manager of Ukraine, is going to talk about their business and how they are revolutionizing the produce industry. Now, you're probably thinking what I'm thinking. Wait a minute, Ukraine? What fruits and vegetables are over there? Well, guess what? You are about to learn about this business model, everyone. So you're going to have to join us and find out more. Then we have our featured guest of today, Teresa McGowan. Now, I met her through a podcast group. Now, she has written the book, The ABCs of Everything, encouraging happy, healthy, conscious children in body, mind, and spirit. Last week, I was in California. We did our live stream with Paul Stoffberg of Profit. And guess what? We are going to have more live streaming coming to the table. Don't forget, February 24th, 2021, we also have the virtual networking event for the Produce Industry Podcast, sponsored by Flavor Wave Fresh mobile application. 2021 is moving fast, and all I see is green lights, everyone. So let's again get this party started today. Hey, Ludmita, welcome to the show today. Hey, Patrick. Thank you very much for having me in your show. Really nice to meet you and uh, really thank you for, for having me in your show and for this chance. Thank you. I appreciate it. And guess what? Fancy sponsor of the Produce Industry Podcast, Terra Exports. I have been learning so much about Terra Exports through the entire, I would say 2020 and now into 2021. I thank your entire team for being a sponsor because that's what's been happening. I've had multiple members of the Terra Export team on the podcast, pumping out different content and delivering a different set of, I would say ideologies to our industry. So I appreciate what Niels is doing and your entire team. But today we are here to talk to you, okay? And what's great about this is, is off the mic, we were talking about the weather, right? We're talking about the weather, right? But you're oh. actually coming to us live from Ukraine. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm coming from Ukraine, yeah. <laughs> so from Ukraine to California, and normally I come uh, live from Tampa, but I'm recording in California this week. But what's so crazy about this is, is you were telling me that it's freezing cold and snow on the ground, and I'm sitting here with, with blue skies. It's about 45 degrees, and the orange groves look beautiful, <laughs> <laughs> well, my weather in Ukraine is, uh, is not the same. When I hear that people living in your country telling, oh, you know, I have a great, great weather, and I'm showing them pictures of how many snow, how, how, how the weather here in Ukraine, now it's minus 15 degrees, you know, and I have a lot, a lot of snow. It's so pity that I cannot show to everyone what, I, what weather I have now in Ukraine. But uh, yeah, the weather is completely different 
of the weather that you have in your country, you know? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. And, and I normally live in Tampa, Florida, which is like sunshine state, you know, very beautiful, you know, uh, you know, it's just great over there. Nice, warm weather. I come to California. I'm like, Oh my God, it's so cold. Like, All right. Let's get <laughs> off the like weather. Let, let's talk about something. Else. Yeah. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about what you're doing over at Terra export. I didn't even know that Terra had this Ukraine division. So Talk to me a little bit. Give me like uh, a 35,000 <laughs> you know, uh, feet view of yourself, your position and what you're doing uh, for the organization. Well, you know, it's for me, this is for the first time in my life. I mean, I'm working for some company. I'm a girl, simple girl from Ukraine uh, who is working for an American company and I'm so proud of it. And uh, well, I don't, I never imagined that I can ha be a part of such a big team and such a great uh, company where I work now. And uh, I never thought that I could work in the company with fruits because before I was, uh, I was working in another company and nothing to do with fruits at all. But uh, now for two years already, I'm working at Terra Export and I'm so happy to work here. And really, I'm really patient to, to work with fruits and vegetables and everything, meet different people from different countries and so on. So I'm working now what I'm doing in Terra Export. I'm working with fruits from Europe to, and I'm selling it to Asia, to Middle East. So for me, it's like very weird to work for American company, first of all, then it's unusual for me for like a Ukrainian girl working with Asian people to whom I'm selling those fruits and Middle East people. But it's really great to have so many different, to meet so many different people, so many, to work with so many different countries. And really it's something that, that is very interesting job and something that is I'm very patient to do, you know? So yeah, I'm very proud of working here and I'm very patient of the work that I'm doing and what I'm doing for this moment. I love uh, it. I love yeah. it. That's great. <laughs> you know, it's crazy because I've been in the produce industry for a very long time. And you know, what's mm -hmm. great about it is, is that exactly what you just said. At, at, at any point when I first started, I never thought I would go out of country I never thought I would travel and meet all these people. I actually studied um, at Hong Kong Baptist University Oof. as well and my master's degree. And I remember going out of the country first time. I mean, I've, I've been to mm -hmm. Canada. I was, I've been to Mexico, right? Just across the border. My dad's from Canada. But you're right. It's like I never thought that I was going to be interacting um, with the Asian community involved in selling Hybrix navels or citrus mm. over to Asia or, you know, doing chili to, you know, Hong Kong yeah. and, and all these things. And then when I've learned about you guys, I mean, gosh, I mean, you're just like you said, I never <laughs> thought I'd be, you know, be in Ukraine working for an American company selling over to yeah. China and Europe and all these fun places. But I think that's what's so interesting about the produce and supply chain industry. And that's what I think is so cool. So what type of products are, are you moving in these countries? What is your main, uh, your guys' main go-to? I know avocados is a huge stake in Terra Export. Yeah. Uh, but what are yeah. some uh, items that you're working on over there in the Ukraine? Well, I'm working uh, with all fruits and vegetables that we have in Europe. So avocado is, we are importing avocados here in Europe. We are not in season, but I'm working mostly with different fruits from Europe, like stone fruits, like persimmons, a lot of apples. 
what I started with when I came to Terex Export, it was apples. I also did uh, a lot of apples from Ukraine. So basically it was for the first time that Terex Export started to export Ukrainian apples. And I think that we were the first company who exported Ukrainian apples to Malaysia. Because I remember when we started, nobody knew that uh, uh, Ukraine have apples in Malaysia. It was something weird. So I was so proud that Terra Export started to, to export apples to, to Malaysia. And uh, we were first coming with apples to Singapore also. So it was like very interesting and very like oh, great. Like I was proud. Oh, you know, we're doing Ukrainian apples. Uh, this is my country, you know. So, but basically uh, I'm working also with different countries, a lot of fruits from Spain, like, uh, like me uh, citrus, kiwis from Italy, a lot of uh, persimmons. We did a great job this, this uh, season. And uh, yeah, a lot of different things. Blueberries also, we start from sp Spanish, Portuguese uh, blueberries. So yeah, everything that we have from Europe, we, we export it to Asia and Middle East. Oh my gosh. See, this these are, these are the yeah. things like, these are the things that I just had no clue about. I mean, and I always say this, Lumia, it's like, I'm the, I'm the uh, clueless American at sometimes. And it's like, <laughs> I, I sit there and I'm like, wait a minute, what? These things are happening. And I worked for CH Robinson for a few years. So I know a couple of the things we had a Europe office, we had the, you know, Asia office and things like that. Yeah. But it was, it was mm -hmm. interesting because when we're buying fruit from Egypt and selling it to mm -hmm. Spain, it's like, we're doing that over phone calls and emails. It's just, it's just insane to me sometimes. So yeah. that's what I think is really cool. So what products are coming in? I mean, right now it's our winter over there. It seems like it's your winter too, because you're freezing your butt off. Yeah. But what, what products are, are on the rise? What are the top two products that are going to be selling? Listen, for this moment, I'm still continue to sell apples. We have still, I have still apples from Ukraine, still apples from Italy, finishing the season. So uh, some apples from Turkey, this is for the first time, first year when we started to sell from Turkey, Turkish apples. So yeah, and we started already citrus season, a lot of mandarins uh, that we're doing from Spain. Uh, yeah, those are two top uh, products that we are doing for this moment. In a few months, in a few weeks, we, we start with blueberries. This is also our main product. And yeah, everybody in Asia are waiting for us, for our Spanish blueberries and uh, from Portugal and from Morocco a little bit. So yeah, we're waiting uh, and excited uh, with, to start new season of blueberries also. Oh, I can't wait to see it because mm. I, I follow all the Instagram <laughs> pics and I see all the stuff that's on. Well, listen, Ludmia, I, I want to thank you for coming on the show today. If anybody wants to reach out, get a hold of you, how can they go about doing that? Well, I have uh, my, well, <laughs> if it's possible, I can give you my telephone number. I, I like to speak with people by phone, but if not, uh, they can reach my, me by email anyway. What's yeah, up, so, whatever. Uh, awesome. So what uh, I would say one question is, as I, as I asked everybody, is what is your favorite fruit? Like if you were to go to all day, every day, what is your favorite fruit that you could snack on every day or veggie? Which, what is it for you? Well, Patrick, uh, for me, I'm a seller of apples. So, so of course, every day I eat one apple a day. <laughs> apples, sure. apples, apples. Apples, apples and apples. Yeah. At least I know what I'm selling. <laughs> oh, man. Because I uh, eat it every day. 
<laughs> I love it. Well, Luzia, yeah. thank you so much for coming on the show today. And I look forward to learning more and discovering more with yourself and Terra Exports. Thank you very much, Patrick, for inviting me for your show. It was a real pleasure to meet with you. And uh, yeah, thank you very much. How great was it to hear from Terra Exports? I mean, their company is extravagant. I mean, I'm telling you, from South Africa to Chile to Ukraine, I mean, to China, everybody have, that I have interviewed has been a stepping stool to a different location distributing fresh fruits and vegetables. So big shout out to Terra Exports. I love what they're doing. Let's hear from another sponsor real quick, and then we're going to dive deep into the ABCs of everything. What's up, everybody? We're back. Another edition of Weekend Winners. It's Valentine's weekend. We want to say thank you for all the love that you guys have shown us throughout our Weekend Winner series. But this weekend, we're talking about all organic items. And I'm going to start off with a whole bunch of love with these limited edition organic Red Bunch carrots from our friends at Cal Organic. These are a fantastic addition to a normally static carrot category with a little bit of rainbow and some orange. These Red Bunch carrots, they pop. They're sweet. They've got a great crunch, and they're a beautiful way to show some love to your consumers this weekend. All right, welcome back, everyone. That was our Indianapolis Fruit Company Weekend Winners. Now let's get into our featured guest, Teresa McGowan, author of The ABCs of Everything. Hey, Teresa, welcome to the show today. Well, hey, Patrick. Thanks for having me. I'm a little jealous because as this call is happening, you are in, I'm going to say sunny California and I'm in sunny Florida. So uh, great to have you. Uh, awesome for you to be on the show. I'm glad we connected and we got to tell the listeners how we connected because it was interesting. One night I'm here in Tampa, Florida, and I go to a uh, Florida Podcasters Association meeting. It was one of the first in-person uh, meetings they did. And I was actually, I didn't even really want to go. I was driving back from Miami, but I did. And uh, Chris Kermitzos runs the Florida Podcasters Association. But I sat behind uh, a lady. I'm going to let you take it from here because I do not remember her name, but I believe she was the one who reached out to you to get us introduced, to get you on the podcast. Am I right? Yeah, you're exactly right. And it was really funny because um, she and I have been talking, the reason she's been connecting with Chris is because she and I are going to do a podcast ourselves, uh, probably starting next month, we're going to start developing and getting it done. And so she had gone to that same meeting and she sends me a text. And, and by the way, our podcast is about like, you know, completely different subject. It's like the tiger King guy, but anyway, um, so she sends me a text and she's like, Oh my gosh, they have a podcast on everything you can imagine. She goes, they even have a podcast that is like the podcast industry. I mean, the produce industry. And I'm like, really? And she, and, but she called it like produce A to Z or something. And I was like, that sounds like my children's book. And she's like, well, you should be on this podcast. <laughs> so that's kind of how it started. It was so random. You know, and that's, and that's podcasting. I mean, that's the world of what Chris Kremitzos has kind of, uh, I would say, developed. But it was funny because I, I remember the, what was her name? What is your Susie. friend's name? Susie. Susie. Yes. So Susie, I guess, was involved in that Tiger King fiasco, not involved at the, at the actual low, that level. Um, but I know there's some cool, fun stuff coming. I heard about the podcast that you guys are bringing up. I know 
Um, she was a judge in her past life as well. And I know that Tiger King was or had been involved. And that was interesting as well, because then when we both met, we were like, wait a minute, like you said, I've got this produce and then you've got something you're starting on Tiger King. It's like, look at how these worlds met. I mean, would we really have met if we had seen each other or bumped into each other, you know, in a produce market on the street or something? Probably not. But this virtual network kind of brought us together. Yeah, it's wonderful. And um, it, she's just, she's wonderful. I just adore that woman. And she's still a sitting judge. You know what I mean? She retired. Well, she still is. See, yeah, she retired, but uh, they call it a senior judge. And um, so if she, you know, almost like a substitute teacher, like she could go in and, and you know, um, do a trial if need be. And, um, but she's got so many other interests right now. She's really quite talented and she's a great writer. So I'm excited to be working with her. Yeah, I look forward to uh, listening to that episode, especially as I in Tampa am right down the street from Big Cat Rescue. Like literally, literally. My wife, my wife said, "We're basically going to rip a rip apart his trial. Like literally, rip it apart." You know, my goodness. Dive in, and you know, having a a judge as my co-host is just terrific. Oh yeah, you're you're gonna get that. You're gonna get a few likes. You're gonna get a few likes. I tell you what, my wife drove down to um, Big Cat Rescue the other day because my kids obviously saw the Tiger King show, yeah. and it was funny because she pulled up and it was like all these like uh, posted like no trespassing signs and all this. And my wife's like, I don't even know. Did I just go to Carol Baskin's house? Like, <laughs> like where was I just now? My wife's like, I, I you know I flipped the U-turn and got out of there. I was just laughing. I was like, you know, we gotta go check this place out. But listen, enough about Tiger King. Enough about all of that that's their podcast we are going to hear to talk about produce you know so Teresa, you have written a couple books now you wrote a book to me uh you and then you also gave a couple books to my kids because uh you thought it was important there's a couple stories in there um that would relate to them what were those two books i'm gonna let you talk about those two books that you gave to the kids uh, because i definitely think it resides in the produce category it, it resides of uh you know eating uh fruits and vegetables am i right absolutely it's called how to eat your abcs and what is great about it so every let so they learn the alphabet and then every letter of the alphabet has a corresponding fruit or vegetable and so each page is, let's say it's, you know, A is for apples. And then I do a little poem about apples. So you learn a little bit about apples and then you learn about berries and you learn about carrots, you know, and um, but it's like, it's engaging to the kids because it's super colorful. And I have a little, little bee that kind of flies through the book called Busby. So he's like, you know, he's like the guy that talks to the kids and, you know, and it's just, it's so funny because this book evolved from like, I got a call. I forget how I connected with this gentleman, but he worked in the, at, you know, orchards, right? He would, he would go around to orchards and sell, put books in their uh, gift shops. So he's like, Hey, can you write a book about fruits and vegetables? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> so that was called, I think the kids garden fun book. And it was just a little tiny book, but that, and then it had recipes in it for, you know, every, every bit of produce that was in it. And then ultimately uh, it evolved over the years. I got the copyright back and then did this, you know, much bigger, nicer, because you know, that was like a little cheap thing. And this, our books are, you know, you, you've, you've seen them, they're well-made hardcover, beautiful, you know. So. Very elegant books. I, I definitely agree with that. Mine yeah. is a paperback. <laughs> well, I still enjoyed it, by the way. And it was a good read. And it was an, I, what I liked about it was it was so conversational. It just pulls you right in. 
you know, I appreciate that. You know, Hans and I, that's kind of what we went for. We didn't want that typical, like pouring the knowledge on you and like, you know, tons of research. Our goal was to show how millennials and boomers can thrive and work together. You know, when people look at my book, they're always like, oh my gosh, it's such a controversial topic. And I'm like, read my book and you'll figure out how to get through this together. You know know what I mean? So that that was our goal. Our goal was to have fun and and work together through a book and show people um, Hans is 70. Um, uh, I'm, I'm 35. I mean, think about that. A lot of things can happen when you just, you know, put away your differences and work together to be real. Yeah. I I've always liked people that have been around on the planet for a while. I love talking to them. Oh yeah. There's always a wealth of knowledge to come out of a lot of people. But as you said, sometimes, as I say, it's time to retire, pass the legacy on ready. And we talked about this in a fresh produce peer group, uh, you know, this last month, and it's just about reserving the legacy, you know, don't, don't go into legend, right? That's what I tell people. Don't go into legend, go into your legacy. A legend is kind of tell, goes to a fairy tale, kind of a, you know, a false story that makes you look really good. No, leave a yeah. legacy to where when you leave this earth, someone's still producing that business for you, producing the goods that you started. And they're happy to do it because they saw your vision and your mission. You know what I mean? So the ABCs of living green. Now, when we first got connected, it was, we pretty much connect on the A to Z aspect. So I talk about my podcast saying that it is from A to Z, asparagus to zucchini, right? Trying to get the full spectrum of everything in between. You know, someone asked me one time, they said, why didn't you do apple? Like, so you have a fruit and a vegetable. And I thought about that one time. I was like, you know, how many people are always eating asparagus and zucchini? Everybody's always eating an apple. But how many times you really get people eating asparagus and zucchini? So I figured throw, throw the oddballs out there, right? Um, but that's yeah. a good way. So as, I, as my kids read through your book, it's funny because you learn some of these things. As my my uh, son is in third grade and my daughter is in first grade. And so they are learning all these. They're learning their sight words. They're mm-hmm. learning how to, you know, uh, uh, um, pronounce everything. So when they see an A, it's ah, ah for Apple, right? All these different things. So my kids did engage with the book pretty well. Um, Ty, my son started actually drawing your book, right? Because it's kind of gives you that option to where you can actually, if you want to. So um, these are things that I saw cool. And um, when I looked at some of the things that you sent me, now you sent me my own book and it was kind of cool because it was the ABCs of living green. And I was sitting here like, wait a minute, this is, this is kind of cool too. I'm going to read the, uh, the note you put in here for me, Teresa. Oh, so okay. Patrick, <laughs> we're never too old to help the planet. I think that goes for everybody. Am I right? Yep. You are never too old to help the planet, everybody. And listen, we talk a lot, or sorry, you talk a lot about different things throughout this book. And what I thought was cool about this is that you give a I would say you give a word and a lot of people are doing the word of the day, word of the month, word of the year, obviously coming off of 2020. And what's so cool about it is I started reading through the book and I started realizing some of these stories that you're telling that involve with the word, these key words really started to even resonate with me. And I was sitting here going, okay, so now she's got my kids hooked on this, right? <laughs> on, on their good books. I'm like, and now she's got me hooked on her book. And so one of the first ones that I, you know, really came across was engage. And when I, throughout 2020, we talked about this off the mic, I was engaging with a lot of people, hence why I started the podcast. I thought engage was such a, um, not even just a word. I thought it was, it had to be done. And um, someone who else was on the show, Alex DeNovo from DNO Produce, you know, he was challenging our industry to engage 
right? Because a lot of our industry for food service and wholesalers and things like that went down. So it was about engaging. So talk to me a little bit about why, why was Engage put in this book for you, if you can. Well, it, you know, it's so interesting because I wrote this book before the pandemic, but I'm, you know, like I'm looking at the Engage page and uh, thinking, wow, I mean, it feels so timely right now because we are so kind of disconnected at the moment. But, um, I, you know, it, engage your sense of wonder about our planet Earth. Be curious to understand its cycles and rebirth. And I'm like, we are going through a rebirth right now. You know, oh, our yeah. whole, in such a shift. And I mean, not, you know, not just personally, but even the planet is, seems to be going through a new cycle. And um, it just feels like, you know, engaging your sense of wonder about our Earth is just so important and it also is that quality i was thinking about this the other day like the one thing about children is that they have such a sense of wonder and i think we lose that as we get older and i feel like it's it's a really important time to actually bring that back into our lives you know as adults it's such a wonderful feeling <laughs> you know what i mean oh, so, yeah. um, so engage to me is about a certain personal responsibility and that, you know, we all have to connect with each other. We all have to bring each other into our worlds and engage ourselves in their worlds and, and, and then know that we are a part of a much bigger thing and a part of an amazing planet, you know, and we're all of the same, you know, it's, it's humanity, you know, and it's such a time for humanity right now. So um, it just, it's interesting because I feel like, like this book is actually like written for the pandemic when I started kind of looking through it, <laughs> you know? It definitely made some sense. I mean, listen, you sent it to me during the, that pandemic, um, but listen, it doesn't matter how you choose to do your given part. It only matters you engage with both your mind and heart powerful words there because a lot of people lost their cool last year. They're still losing their cool. I'll tell you that right now. Like you said, this whole planet's going through a change right now. So those yeah. are some very wise words. Take it from the book with both your mind and your heart, your heart and your mind together is a very, very powerful force. I will tell you that right now, Teresa, you, you know it, you wrote it. So we, <laughs> we know, we know, you know it. So uh, <laughs> this is a perfect time. Take a break. We're going to hear from a couple of our sponsors and then we're going to get back uh, talking about the books, talking about some of uh, your upcoming, I would say, events or new things that are happening within your world and then where people can buy the book. So stay tuned. This year's marketing forecast is calling for a storm. Whether your end customer is the produce consumer or another produce industry business, United Fresh's Brandstorm Conference should be on your radar. The industry's signature marketing event, Brandstorm, will be virtual this year, starting March 9th. The forecast is calling for a digital deluge as marketers come together under one umbrella to address the most pressing marketing challenges of 2021. Lightning strikes inspiration from around the globe. Learn new marketing trends and tools and explore strategies to improve your current marketing efforts. Grab your galoshes and get ready to puddle jump through three days of education, discussion, and networking during the sixth annual Brandstorm. Keep an eye on the storm. Visit unitedfresh.org to register. 
Are you ready to enhance your skills? Every day we are tasked to make fast, effective decisions to keep up with the fast-paced produce industry. At AgTools, we take the pressure off of gathering data to help make your day easier and more enjoyable. Connecting the supply chain with AgTools is unique, practical, and easy. Ag tools can be used from multiple angles of the produce industry from farmers all the way to logistics companies. We call that 360 degree decision making day after day. Visit www.ag.tools.com to gain more reliable and relevant data to see more, achieve more. And now, back to our show. All right, everyone, we are back, and it's always great to hear from a few of our sponsors. The cool thing is we have a new sponsor, a logistics sponsor for 2021. So we want to give a huge shout-out because you're going to be hearing them on the podcast, on the live stream, and in the new and upcoming ventures we have going on. So we want to give a huge shout-out to John Green Logistics Company for being our 2021 logistics sponsor. But let's get back talking with our featured guests, our author, Teresa McGowan, all the way from California. And guess what? She's just traveling at this point, everyone. She said it was so beautiful over in California that she couldn't leave. And I'm sitting here going, it must be nice. Teresa, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here today. It's it's been a fun, it's been a fun trip so far. And like yeah. I said, on both spectrum spectrums of the United States, I'm on the far east, southeast. You are on the, I would say the southern border or close to California. So of the United States as well on the on the West Coast. So again, where we were talking before the break, we talked a little bit about uh, both your books, uh, or actually all three of your books. Um, we didn't really get into one of them that you gave my son, which we will in a little bit, and we'll see. Uh, how you wrote that and where to purchase these books from. But as I was still going through the ABCs of living green, we talked about engage, right? We thought that was an awesome word. And like you said, you wrote the book before the pandemic. So you were like, Pat, listen, you're engaged for 2020. That was so 2015, right? <laughs> it was it was so two, you know, so five years ago, Pat. I listen, I get it, Teresa, but we're here today. So engage was an awesome, awesome uh little read. But then as I kept flipping the pages, you know what other word came and struck at me, Teresa? What? It was journey. This mm. journey over the last, I would say before 2020, just think about the last 24 you know, to 48 months. I mean, think about when you're putting that plan together, looking at your roadmap and you're looking at your journey of where you're going to be. How often does that journey change? You might put that roadmap, you might put that plan, that strategy in place, but something skews. It always does, doesn't it? Always, yes. That's where I thought this was so important in journey because with 2021, 2022, 2023, we're looking now doing new three to five year plans. Talk to me a little bit about your journey. What can we expect from Teresa over the next few years? What can we expect? Now, I know I'm going to try and gauge you a little bit and get involved in that social media that you're a little bit scared of getting you more digitally marketed, but I really got to do that. <laughs> what, what can we see though? What, what can we expect out of Teresa's journey and, uh, you know, living green? Well, I mean, for myself personally, I just, I feel a stronger sense of responsibility than I ever have in the past and just doing my part. And, you know, when I was, when I was writing the journey page, you know, the thing that struck me is that, you know, every journey starts with a single step. 
you know, and someone once said to me, you know, the highest mountain is climb, you know, with one step. You take one step and then you take another step. And before you know it, you're halfway up the mountain. And I think that in this, especially in this last, you know, year, um, people have really like had to stay very focused on just doing one step at a time. Because if you, if you look too far down the road, it was too scary. You know what I mean? Like, where is this all going? And when is life going to be so-called normal again? And I feel like, you know, amazing paths can be, you know, taken if you just kind of put one foot in front of the other and just know that no matter how big your goal or how big your dream, you know, each step will bring you closer to it. So true. It's so true. And that's, you know, even talking to another part of um, the, I say it's a, is it kind of a poem you would say, or it's kind of, I see, look at them as like little short stories, but they all, they, they rhyme oh, very well. Yeah, so yeah. it would be almost a poem, but it's like, so we seldom have a roadmap or compass near at hand to help us clearly see the course or places that will land. It almost is saying you do not know what your future holds. I mean, you're, you, like I said, you can have a roadmap, you can have the compass, you can have every tool needed. Yeah. But at any time change will come. Change is swift. Change is constant. And change comes very, very fast. So at any time, your course can be derailed. And we always have to look at that, Teresa, and say, is that bad or good? It, it can be considered both, I think. I think that if you look at it and you get derailed, you get derailed because there was an opportunity that needed you to be derailed at that time for you not to go forward with that momentum and work on something else, do something else. Um, you know, all of the above, right? I mean, there's so many ways that you could look at it, but if you look at it negatively, obviously it's going to be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. But if you look at that change of course and that change as a positive, I think we're being the right, the right direction. And don't you think? I do. And I think that it's always important to sort of have a general, you know, general idea of where you're headed, but with that flexibility, knowing that, you know, you can plan all you want and there's going to be something that you didn't count on. You know, and it could be, you know, a person, a place, a thing, whatever, and it could be amazing and it could be scary and it could be anything, but it, you know, there just is no clear roadmap that you can just go, okay, like a GPS, you know, we don't have, <laughs> we don't have our GPSs. Why don't we have a GPS for business? Like, it'll be like, turn yeah. left to, yeah. <laughs> to make your $1 million. <laughs> past the Taco Bell, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, we don't get those. Um, but I think uh, flexibility and uh, open mindedness will take you pretty far. Yeah, you know? I agree. I mean, I told everybody over the last 24 months, even 12 months, go down to eight months, I'm going three months is that my glass is always overflowing. And people always say, that's bad, though, man, like, you got to have that balance. And I said, No, I go, people are like, my glass is half full. No, my glass is half empty. And I'm like, listen, People, my glass is overflowing. I got, yeah. I got kids. Yeah. I got a new baby on the way. I'm like, I got a business. I'm starting new projects. I'm a father. Like, I'm like, I'm a husband. Like, what do you mean your glass is half full? Like, everybody's glass should be overflowing. And the biggest thing you got to do is, is just manage it in little ways, right? That's it. And I know that, trust me, that's harder than you think because a lot of people, the time management, right? But your glass is overflowing, everybody. I mean, think about it. So 
that's what's so cool about, I think, the situation of being positive is if you look at it that way, you're always going to see, like I said, the derailments is opportunities. I mean, how many people will say my glass is overflowing when someone's like, oh, my glass is half full? You're like, oh, dang. Okay, I see what you're saying here. Not that I'm busy. It's just I'm full of opportunity, right? Yeah. It's all about potential, right? It is. It is. So, all right, Teresa. So, we've talked about the books. Where can we get these books? Where can the listeners find you? Where can they get these books? Where can they reach out to you? Where can they engage with you and possibly start a journey with, with, with you, Teresa? <laughs> Help our listeners get to yeah. you. They can journey to our website, which is where we sell the book and uh, all the books, all three of them, and which we haven't talked about the third one, but we will. But um, it's called the ABCs of everything.com. And what's great, as I was this morning, I was just sort of going through the website just to remind myself of, you know, what we had put together over the years. And it's really pretty darn good. And like we have uh, for like for the uh, how to eat your ABCs, we have every single fruit and vegetable, we have fun facts and you can just pop on either. And it's really fun. They're like super fun facts about fruits and vegetables, you know, like for example, there's 2,500 varieties of apples grown in the U S 2,500 you know, oh, and, don't get uh, me started. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. And then I, and then I realized that zucchini has more potassium than a banana. Like you're there. That's zucchini. you're right about That's You're right about. I knew that too. I learned that as well from your website. Yeah. And then we've got a bunch of recipes and, you know, that are all like healthy, you know, recipes. And, um, and then the ABCs of being me is the second book. So basically I did a, a series and if you look at them, they kind of evolve from ages. So the youngest age group is how to eat your ABCs. It's super colorful. It's got the little bumblebee, you know, all that honeybee rather. And then the second book is the ABCs of being me, which is for a little bit older. And it's basically a collaboration between me and the child. So every letter of the alphabet is a character trait. And I write their little poem, like we've been reading those kind of things about all the, you know, A is appreciation, B is beauty, whatever it happens to be. And then I leave the second, the other side of the book is a blank page so that they get to create, draw, paste, you know, put, I mean, I've seen kids put feathers and glue feathers and all these crazy things in there. And they even start like doing, doing the front of the book sometimes because there's like a little mirror kind of image at the front. And, yeah, uh, there is. I've seen uh, it. I by, that. Yeah. yeah. So by the end of the book, it's really, truly a book that we wrote together, that we created together. So and, you know, and it, it shows them like 10 years from now, when they look at that book, they're going to know exactly how they looked at life at this age. Right. And then the third book is, you know, the ABCs of Living Green, which is again, a little older, you know, and I think adults would actually get quite a bit out of it. And, um, and that's more about you know, so the ABCs of being me is why am I special? And then, the, and then the ABCs of living green is how can my specialness contribute to the world? So it's like not as self-centered, it's more outwardly centered. Um, but by the time they get to that, they have the ability, you know, the, the right age to do that. So, um, so yeah, so the, all three books are on the ABCs of uh, everything.com. And, you know, I'm on Facebook and, um, LinkedIn, but you know, as I, you know, I'm very resistant for the Instagram and Twitter accounts, but I'm going to do that. That's one of my goals this year is to actually engage in social media. <laughs> hey, you said it, not me. I can only show you the door. You got to do it. And 
as my buddy Chris Kremitzos told me when we started this podcast, is he's like, listen, he's like, it's there. I can show you. Now it's up to you to keep it consistent, you know, develop content. And, and yeah. that's what, it, what it's about. You know, if you got the recipes on the website, if you got all this content, it's okay to refurbish it or redistribute your content into different locations. Because uh, one thing I know, Teresa, is that like, for instance, I used to get mad. Ready? Everybody, you're going to hear from me. I used to get mad when people unsubscribe from my email list. I used mm -hmm. to get mad, Teresa, like, oh my gosh. I can't believe they would unsubscribe from my email list. And then I wrote, I started sending personal messages out. I started uh -huh. saying, Hey, sorry that we couldn't fulfill your needs, you know, right. Started getting personal to them. You know why? Like kind of figure out why they unsubscribed. Right, Teresa. Mm -hmm. And then guess what this gentleman said one time, What, Pat, I follow you on Instagram and LinkedIn. He's like, I just want to clear my email box, dude. He's like, I see everything you're doing. And if you notice, I always like, and follow. And it really struck me to like, everybody's got their own mode and medium on how to view their social media. And if you push one on them, they're not going to always like that one. You got to give them the option. So I'm on everything from TikTok to Snapchat, Instagram, Clubhouse, LinkedIn, um, Facebook. I, I mean, I'm on all of it. Um, and then I link the accounts to where it's able to, you know, distribute the content, YouTube, right? Podcasts and look at all these platforms, but yeah. some people... I can tell you some people don't even listen to the podcast and they just follow the, the uh, podcast Instagram. Some people are, you know, on my YouTube, but don't follow the podcast at all. So you just mm. got to give them a little bit of an extra choice. So I'm proud of you by saying you're at least going to uh, put that goal in for 2021 because it's a small goal and you'll start to gain more followers. Trust me. I, I, I can guarantee you, you'll get a little bit of an ROI by starting a new platform. Right? Trust me, Teresa. Okay. No, I'm, that is a goal. I, pr I promise I'm going to try to do that. <laughs> we're going to check back with Teresa after the summertime. If she doesn't, we're going to have a, like a fruit eating challenge. We're going to make her eat like 12 yellow fleshed mangoes at a time or something crazy or dragon okay. fruit or, okay. or some hot peppers. Don't we're going to get Teresa, you know, you got jalapenos. <laughs> Well, Teresa, listen, it's been fantastic to have you on the show today. I listen, everybody, please reach out to Teresa, check out her website, check out her Facebook. And Teresa, it has just been fantastic and a joy to have you. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh, you are so welcome. I really enjoyed talking to you, Pat. I really did. You've been listening to the Produce Industry Podcast with Patrick Kelly. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Produce Industry Podcast. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.